first post fight against a guy seven win. And I feel like if I'm a box, I might as well go, go all, all or nothing, you know. Got eight kids, so they have a big family to feed. So, you know, anything I get in the ring is for them, you know. I try to get them a better life, something I didn't have growing up. Round was just shaking because the crowd was so into it. I mean, just getting in the ring, just standing there before they called my name out. The ring was shaking. Like, man, this, this is it, you know. Made me realize I'm one of the best in the world, you know. It's just, it, that was the end of my uh, career. They're just the beginning. One of my teammates, Tim Crawford, that, that guy, he, he worked from sun up to sundown. He in the gym, he giving his all every day. We had competition in anything. And anything we do is like competition. I don't care what it is. I don't care who, who wake up first, who get out the bed first. Any, <laughs> anything, any small thing can turn to a competition. What's going on, guys? Season two of Born Fighter continues. Today I'm sitting down with Mighty Mo, former world champion Maurice Hooker. Yes. Uh, first of all, man, you are looking so stylish. Yes. I think I tried to match, but yes. <laughs> you definitely take the cake. Uh, I love what's going on here. I love I, the line of clothes. I think I'm very big on dressing, you know. I got yeah. Miss Stacy to hit me up, but I'm very big on dressing. I can tell. Yes. I mean, how does fashion help you, I guess, tell your story? Just, I feel like so I look good, feel good, I'm gonna do good. I like that. So that's, Prime time. Yes, yes. Deion Sanders. Yes. <laughs> Are you a Deion Sanders fan yes. being from Dallas? Yes. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, and let's let's start at your roots. I think that's probably the best yeah. place to begin with you. Right. Uh, you're from Dallas, Texas. Yeah. How would you describe your childhood? Uh, pretty rough. You know, I was brought up in a rough area, you know, in Dallas. You know, between Oak Cliff and Pleasant Grove, you know, from Oak Cliff, but childhood, I grew up in Pleasant Grove, which was rough too. You know, just a lot of violence, you know, a lot of drugs and stuff like wow. that, but it was tough. When, when you talk about some of the surroundings, is, is boxing something that you just naturally gravitated towards because right. it was a way to have some sort of structure and family? Uh, no, my uh, my stepfather used to fight when he was young, but he so he taught us how to fight a lot growing up. Used to get in the gloves, go off my cousin's house and fight them in the gloves, but nice to fight a lot, you know, on the streets, you know, at school. And my stepdad took me to the gym Cause like, man, you can't keep beating everybody up. Go to the gym, I'm gonna get you beat up. You know, give you a taste of your own medicine. <laughs> Took me to the gym, I got in, got in the gloves. I loved it, man. I beat a couple guys up, and I fell in love with boxing. And I went to the gym, like, every day since then. Wow. So yeah. was your stepdad surprised when you first stepped in the ring with those kids in yeah. the actual boxing gym, thinking that you would be getting a taste of your own medicine, and then yeah. you ended up beating those yeah. kids? Yeah, when we get there, he was all hyped, like, watch this now. See what you're doing now, you know. And I went in there and did what I did. He was happy, you know. He was, he was happy but shocked, like, wow, you know, you, you know, you really do know how to fight, you know. Let's, uh -huh. you know, let's keep it up. At what point did you realize this could become a career for you? Um, I fought in uh, Dallas Golden Gloves State. It was in uh, in Dallas, and uh, I lost. I lost that year trying to make it to Olympic team. Uh, I, you know, I was hurt, but then I got the phone call to fight uh, my first pub fight against a guy seven win. And I feel like if I'm a boss, I might as well go, go all, all or nothing, you know. So I took the fight. The guy was seven win. I went out there to St. Louis, and I ended up being the main event, you know. And wow. this is my first pro fight. I was the main event, and the guy was seven win. I went out there, and I loved everything about it, you know, getting hit and uh, still in the show. I feel like I won that fight, but they gave it gave me a drop, but I feel like I won it. But 
it's just thing, like, man, this is something, this is my calling, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Your first pro fight, yeah. you were on the main event. Take me through that ring walk. It, it was a long ring walk. It was me thinking, like, man, this it, this it, what I'm going to do, you know? I got in the ring, and, it, and I loved it, you know, just me and him in the ring. But I didn't like getting hit with them little eight ounces off. I Oof. remember getting here with that, like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is, is, is for real. Yeah, yeah, you talk about that and making that transition to the lighter gloves, yeah. and I'm sure those punches have a lot more pop to yeah. them. I uh, mean, just the punches, you know, you get hurt when you make somebody miss, the wind go by, just wow. everything. Yes. It takes a lot of courage. Yes. Where do you think you summon that courage from to, to get into the ring fight after fight and literally put your life on the line? Um, I mean, behind it, I know I just have a, a big family. You know, I got eight kids, so I have a big family to feed. So, you know, it's not getting the ring, it's for them. You know, I try to get them a better life, something I didn't have growing up. And uh, I just know I just got them depending on me right now. So when I get in the ring, I just, I just, I just got to go for it. Like, I, I always think when I get in the ring, all or nothing. Either I'm going to give them my all. I'm just gonna give it up, you know. So I'm always giving my all, you know. Cause I got eight people to to depend on me. Eight kids, yes. ranging in age from three to ten. Yes. Five of them want iPhones for Christmas. Yes. Which blows <laughs> my mind. Yes. What sort of joy have your children brought you? Ah, uh, I mean, just it's very exciting in my house. Uh, right after the fight, I probably get them Sunday. I mean, it's, it's loud. It's loud in my house. A lot of crying, <laughs> a lot of fighting. A lot of daddy screaming, daddy, he hit me. You know, it's just, it's, it's a lot going on. It's, it, on the time the house quiet, probably like around five in the morning when they go to sleep. They probably go to sleep around four, but around five, and then my little kids wake up around seven or eight, and they going, you know? It's mm -hmm. just, I mean, it's a lot of excitement. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be there to watch them, you know, grow from a kid, you know, to be a grown up to a teenager, but I'm happy. I'm happy about it. You know, every I'm happy being a father. I mean, it helped change my life. I see, see, you know, I see the world different now because I got some people depending on me, and mm -hmm. I can't let them down. Yeah, what kind of a father would you describe yourself as? I, I would say laid back because with them, I let them pretty much do anything they want. <laughs> I really You're don't. You're that dad. <laughs> yeah, I really don't whoop my kids. I really don't. I yell at them, and they, you know, they act right and they start crying, but I really don't whoop them. Cause I, I feel like whooping, whooping kids, I mean, it's, it's not right, you know, cause they're only kids, you know, they learn it as they go. How rewarding is it for you to be able to give your kids the type of life yes. and childhood that you would have wanted? I mean, it, it mean everything, you know, just growing up, I remember my daddy, like he used to buy me stuff and take me shopping, but all I wanted was time, you know? So now, you know, buying stuff is cool, but time very important cause just something they can remember. As they get older, like I remember my dad bought me this, but I remember just being here at this place with my daddy. The time we spent, it was amazing. Yeah. It's very exciting. Stuff like that, you would never, you know, you would never forget. Money come and go. You know, I try, I try to tell my kids, yeah, it's cool to have it, but it come and go. I mean, I just wanted to spend time with them. So as I, you know, when I die, they all have something to memory about. Like my daddy took me here. He did this with me. It was so much fun. You know, he was, you know. Don't have good memories about me. I love that. I was literally just talking about that like yes. a week ago. That money you can make more of, but yes. time is a valuable commodity. You can never get that time back. Yes. What type of legacy do you want to leave behind with your kids and really with the world? I just want to let them know, like, their daddy was a hard worker. You know, anything I want, 
I went out there and I worked hard for it, you know, anything like they want, I went out there and I, and I worked hard for it to provide for them and their family to get them a best life. So I want them to look at me like a, my daddy. My daddy, he was the man, you know, he went out there to work. He showed us to, you know, to have discipline to the work for what you want instead of going out there and selling drugs or trying to rob somebody to get it. He showed us, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a way that we can be successful by doing something good in life instead of doing the bad things. Because, I mean, it's easy, it's easy for kids to look at the rap videos or to be around, get the wrong influence from other people. You can see how the temptation would be there. Yes. Like you said, instant gratification. How were you able to resist that temptation? Uh, well, me growing up, I know, I, 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 to me, I, I wanted to be the drug dealer. I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, you know, just around the environment I grew up. Yeah. I mean, so I had my mind made up probably in elementary that school wasn't for me. I, I loved to dress up, I loved to be fly. So in middle school, you know, I had, I had to start making money, you know, because mm -hmm. I want to dress up. I want to be the, the fly guy of the crew, you know. <laughs> pay for it somehow. Yeah. I, I, I got you, you're right, so I had to pay for it. So I started doing, going, going off track, you know, and just started being around the wrong people, started doing the wrong things, you know, and this, as I got older in high school, my life really just, you know, flipped, you know. I got kicked out of school, I had to go to juvenile, you know, it just, it's just, a, I did a lot of wrong stuff, you know, I just don't want my kids to do, you know. I got away by a lot of stuff because the way I look. Teacher, like, man, you don't look like you did that. You don't look like you starting fights, you know. <laughs> so they let, you, let me get out because they're like, man, Marge, you, you know what I mean, you, you can do better, you know. Yeah. So when I first had my first son, Maurice, I just changed my life, you know. I just washed my hands with everything, you know, like, man, I got to change because now I have a kid and uh, I want to be there for him. That seemed like a... a pivotal moment in your yes. life. It, it was hard. It was hard getting yeah. up, uh, getting up at four, like three in the morning, I had to be working at four. It was hard wow. walking out of my house and everybody just still shooting dice, still drinking and doing what they're doing and I'm going to work. You know, it, it, it was tough because I'm like, man, well, do I really want to go to work? Or should I sit here and shoot, shoot dice and drink and just keep partying? Yeah, you know, hang with so, your friends. Yeah, it, 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 it was hard, but just, you know, I feel like once I had my mind made up to it, I'm gonna do it. So where were you working at the time? At that time, I was working in recall, and, uh, and this is like my first big job, you know. And it it, it, it was tough because I had to get up four in the morning. But the good thing, I was I was getting off at twelve at noon, you know. And this was where everything really just you know popping, you know. I still had time to go to the club. I still had time <laughs> to do a lot of stuff. You know, so it, it was nice, but yeah. everybody at my job recall, they, they treat me like like I was their nephew. I was like the youngest one there. And uh, them guys still, you know, call me or write me on Facebook today. Really? You know, they still call me, you know, nephew, because they just, they just like me. Like, man, you young, I mean, and, and you boxing. You got, you know, you got a good head on your shoulders, but. Yeah. Okay, so you're, now you're, you have your son. You're getting yes. up at 4 a.m. You're working with this new family yes. that you've acquired. <laughs> What's your day-to-day -day like when you're there? What are you doing? I mean, uh, recall is a shredding company. So we go into banks and get their cash checks, the uh, oh, wow. shredded card, I mean, the shredded the bank cards and stuff like that. So it's a shredding company. We go okay. to private companies and that's what we're doing, you know. So I'm going like Bank of America, Chase, and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it was nice, you know. I, if I go to sleep, if I go to work, I might be drinking or shooting dice, trying to hang out with everybody. I go to work, and I get off, I probably take a, a quick nap, and I be right back with my 
my friends, my mm -hmm. family, you know, just doing the same thing over and over, you know. Really didn't have no purpose at the time, no reason. Just anything things on my mind, provide for my son. Yeah. And uh, that was it, you know. But then as I, I got serious boxing, everything started to change. When did that happen? Uh, I went to, was training at uh, Homer Champion in Dallas, and uh, they they tried to sign me behind my uh, behind my amateur coach, and I let them know. And he's like, nah, we gotta get up out of here, cause he didn't like that. Cause like, man, if you sign with me, it was, I think it was Curtis Coach now, him and his son. Like, man, you sign with me, you know, you wanna leave your other coach to the side. His name was Ali at the time. As I told Ali, like, they said that if I turn pro, I'm gonna be with them, and I'm gonna kick you to the side. He didn't like that. So the next week, we went to uh, Maple Avenue Boxing Gym, and uh, we went there. Uh, we sparred a couple of people. It was, you know, I had fun. Met a guy named uh, Ernie Rebeek. He had a couple of pro fighters, mm -hmm. and uh, I had to get in the ring and I had to perform perform in front of him, to show him that you know I can fight. It's an he, audition. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And he liked it. You know, I, he signed me. You know, that was my manager. And uh, then I think we went signed with Rock Nation. You know, mm -hmm. and ever since then we met in match room, and my career just been going up. It's been skyrocketing. Yes. You go back to that moment where you're asked to go behind your buddy's back yes. and sign, and you say no. Yes. What do you think that says about your character? I, I, loyalty. I mean, I just feel like in this, I just want to be loyalty and show everybody respect. You know, I don't want to do nothing behind nobody's back. I don't want nobody yeah. to do to me. So I, my biggest thing is loyalty. You know, it's just, I just got to be upfront. You know, show love to people who, who have my back, no matter what. Yeah. You talk about your your career skyrocketing, yeah. you're signing all these deals and you're getting these fights. What's the most memorable fight you've been a part of? I would say Terry Flanagan. I went, went overseas and fought for the world title. And my first time going tw uh, 12 rounds, my first time fighting overseas, you know, <laughs> my first time doing a lot. And uh, man, I just remember walking to the ring. Before I walked to the ring, I was standing in the back and the crowd was just churning, it was going crazy. Like, man, I never been experiencing nothing like this. You know, before you walk to the ring, I mean, walking to the ring, the ground was just shaking because the crowd was wow. so into it. I mean, just getting in the ring, just standing there before they called my name out, the ring was shaking. It was like, man, this, this is it, you know? This this is my biggest moment. And uh, just winning that fight mean everything, you know, becoming a real champion, and I did it. Like everybody is, uh, Terrence Crawford went overseas and beat Ricky Burns. We had Earl Spence went over there, mm -hmm. won his first title against Kelly Brook. We had Timothy Bradley did it. You know, all the best did it, and I, and I did it. You're in that company. Yes. You mentioned the crowd yes. in the UK. Obviously, the crowds here in the US are fantastic, but right. it seems like a different breed oh, of yes. fan over there. I like it over there. Yeah? I, mean, I think they more in two boxing over there, you know? And they be they gonna ride with you lose win or draw you know mm -hmm. over in US, USA if you lose the crowd ain't gonna rock with you no more yeah, they gonna start talking right. they gonna start talking talking about you I mean you you was this you was that you was never one of the greats you know but over there in UK they gonna ride with you like you know cause they understand like as a fighter we got good days we got bad days too just like soccer players you know basketball NFL we all got we got our days and they yeah. understand it what did that win say to you personally about what you can accomplish in this sport? I made me just, just realize if I put my mind to it, I can accomplish anything I, you know, I want. And it just made me, made me realize I'm one of the best in the world. You know, it's just, it, that was the end of my uh, career. They're just the beginning. Yeah. What, what's your ultimate goal within the scope of 
this whole right. arena? Um, my well, boxing, my goal. Yeah. I just want to be the best, one one of the best in the world. You know, mm -hmm. I want people to bring up my name. Like, look, Miguel Cotto, he fought everybody. He fought Floyd Mayweather, Pacquiao. He fought everybody. I want to be like uh, Miguel Cotto. One of them guys, like, he be in the ring with everybody, you know. He yeah. didn't dodge, he didn't duck, he didn't wait till the, the person got old. He just got in the ring, you know, and did what he, you know, what he trained for. He, you know, gave it his all. I want to be one of them guys when everybody remember me, like, he fought everybody, he didn't hide, he didn't duck. He just, he won the best. It doesn't seem like you're the type to back down yeah. or shy away from yeah. any sort of challenge. Yes, yeah, my God, I would never back down, and I never would let somebody outwork me. Oh, I like that. Yes. Is is there a specific opponent you have your sights set on? Uh, right now, I just want the best. And right now, I think it's Josh Taylor. Mm -hmm. Josh Taylor. Uh, I know Jose Ramirez. I want to. I, 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 I would love to fight him again, but he can be busy. He got mentors. He got to fight. But is Josh Taylor? Is he free anytime next year? I would love to go back over there. Yeah. And fight him in his hometown. You know, me, my coaches, my team, we got our badge pack right now as we talk. <laughs> so we really get, get that phone call to head over there. You know, just, I'd love to fight him. You know, I want to be a real champion again, and mm -hmm. I would, you know, I would fight anybody. You're ready at the drop of the hat. Yes. What did you learn about going over to the UK, just about the culture in general? It just, it's something new. You know, yeah. it, it, it's to me, it's something different. You know, it's something I, I never experienced before. Mm -hmm. and, and I and I love the vibe, you know. And, yeah. and I don't mind going back over there to fight, you know, just after the fight, me and everybody would hit me up. And they were like, man, like, you, you, you're very good, you know. It, it, just everything they were mentioning me, man, just, I loved everything about the UK. I mean, I just, I want to go back to fight over there. I, I love it. <laughs> you, you might yeah. be addicted yes. <laughs> to the crowd and the yes. culture and all of those things. I, I really appreciate yeah. that. You talk about the discipline and you say that no one can outwork you. Yes. What's your day-to-day -day life like when you're training for a fight? Um, right, I have, right now I have a new team. You know, B and B. You know, it's a lot of us. One of my teammates, Tim Crawford. That, that guy, he he worked from sun up to sundown. He yeah. in the gym, he giving his all every day, and every day I'm beside him because I let him know you're not gonna outwork me. <laughs> <laughs> he not, I mean literally, he not. We had competition in anything, and anything we do is like competition. I don't care what it is. I don't care who who wake up for it, who get out the bed for it. <laughs> anything, any small thing can turn to a competition with me and him beside each other. So. I just feel like in my life, I can't let anybody outwork me because mm -hmm. I'm gonna give him my all, and uh, I expect this person to give it their all too. But with Terrence Crawford, he he's one of the best, and I see why he one of the best in the world. That guy, when I say he trained hard, he trained hard. I mean, giving his all all day. Sometimes I'd be wondering, like, man, you ain't you ain't sore? I mean, you ain't tired? Yeah. And he just look at me like, nah. I don't know if he's just telling me that or what, but <laughs> I believe it. Can't show any weakness. Yeah, and I believe in him, man. And that's, that's a good guy to train beside you know, him. We got Jamil Harrington, we got Steven Nelson. It's, it's, it's a lot of us in, yeah. uh, in the camp. We all had the same goal, you know. We all got di different routes, but we got the same goal. And uh, I just love training, you know, training with them guys. Guys like Robert Brandt, you know, he always training too. Guys like this, it, it, it motivates me. You got the coaches who always want, want us to do great, and they're always pushing us. I don't care what we're doing. So, swimming. Swimming? I, I, yeah, sw swimming. How is that? High yoga. So, I'm not at it swimming. I'm not that good. But <laughs> I'm I not be, good at it either. <laughs> I 
I beat Terrence. You did? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> was it freestyle, breaststroke, how far, 25 meters? Yeah. Uh, Length of the pool? I think it might be free. All of them, you know, we get there, we got a wreck out. And you beat him. I beat Terrence in swimming, running, playing uh, <laughs> golf. And oh, you're a golfer. Ping pong. Oh. Any, anything, you name it, I beat him. That's I mean, you, if you he, ask What if him, he watches this? Yeah, he can watch it. I hope he watch it. <laughs> I hope he get home right now practicing. But, <laughs> of course, if you ask Terrence, he gonna deny. He okay. gonna deny. So we it, need, like, I think this could become its own, like, YouTube mini-series. Yeah, I mean, he gonna be here probably Wednesday, Thursday. We can do an interview with him. I mean, he gonna deny, of course, you know, because <laughs> he that type of guy. You know, he wanna be the best in anything he do. <laughs> but, you know, I'm the best. You know, I could beat anybody. You know, Jamil, I beat him in sprints. Rob Brand, I beat him in uh, running, you know, long distance. Steven Nelson, I beat him in anything, you know, building stuff, because he like to build. He, I mean, he like Wait, a good Building guy. what? What are we building? He, anything. They do right there, like a good handyman. He do everything. Really? Nice. Yes. Being like making uniform and everything. He's he's very good. Wow. I can beat, I can beat him in that. You know, I can, to me, I feel like I'm one of the best in my team. What's your favorite memory of just training and being friends and competing with Terrence Crawford? Everything, I mean, everything with Terrence Crawford is just something, you know, something I can just write down my book and one of the best, because everything, it's never a dull moment, you know. Hmm. With everybody on the team, with the coaches too, it's just, because we always want to have fun, you know. And then we're always working, you know, that's the best yeah. thing about it. Like, I'm having fun while I'm at work. And that's and that's the best. I'm not used to that having fun while I'm at work, you know. And that right there made me love boxing, you know, back again. Cause I mean, my last camp, I liked boxing, but it was just like slowly fading away. Cause it started turning to like I have to do it. It started turning like a boot camp. Like yeah. I'm here for a job to work for, and then I'm finna go home. But with her, I'm I'm falling in love with boxing all over again. You know, I'm, I'm learning every day and just. The team, the new team I had around me, I mean, it just, it's motivation, you know? It just opened yeah. my eyes up, like, man, it's much more with boxing now. How difficult is it to make weight when you're around your family or, you know, just getting ready for a fight, especially in the class that you're in? Uh, right now, being with my family, it's kind of difficult because everybody like to do, eat, drink, just <laughs> hang yeah. out, you know, just live a good life. Okay, so when the fight's over, what's the go-to meal? Awesome. I love, well, when I go home, I love some soul food. Yeah, I love okay. some soul food, like some, some other poke chives, meatloaf, or something, something I didn't have, you know, mm -hmm. oxtails or something like that, macaroni and cheese, you know, candy, you know, greens, Ooh. cornbread, something like that, you know. I want to. me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't forget the Kool Aid or something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that, you know, just relax and just eat and just be with my family and just. Mm -hmm. Watch everybody smile and just joke, you know. This that's what I like doing after a fight, you know. They hear my kids scream my name all day, just daddy, 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 this, daddy, that. You know, just that's that's what I like after the fight. So you said the previous fight, all eight children yes. attended your fight. Yes. That's not a distraction for you? No, no, it, it's not. You know, because once I'm in the ring, I'm in the zone. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm focused. But it's not, you know. It was the biggest fight for me because it's my time to win a belt in Dallas. You know, a lot of people didn't see me with my belt in England. So it was, that fight was pretty big, you know. I don't train nothing about it, you know. I lost, I think I lost for a reason, you know. I had some really? had some bad reasons going to the fight. I wasn't focused, but everything happened for a reason, you know. 
if uh if I didn't win that if I if I don't won that fight, I probably wouldn't be here with the team I have now, you know, with the support I have now. So I feel like everything happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. And uh now with this new team around me, I'm more motivated, I'm more yeah. I'm I'm ready to get back in the ring. I'm anxious to get back in the ring. I can know. tell. You seem like you're chomping at the yes. bit. This is great. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait for Friday to show the fans what's you know, what what do I have left, you know. I'm gonna show everybody I'm still one of the best in the world, you know. My last fight, yeah, I lost, but I'm better now, you know. I learned from my mistakes, you know, and uh, I'm ready to show the world, you know, who Maurice Hook is. And uh, after a fight, I'm, after I lost, I'm going to come back even harder, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to show that, you know, I have no quit in me. I, like my last fight, you can see I had no quit. I really just go out like the way I did, you know, to show them I'm going to fight to the end. Yeah. What do you think your purpose is? My purpose is right now. I feel like to show everybody from Dallas, or not even from Dallas, just from a neighborhood I grew up in. It could be in, in any state that you know. Just believe in yourself, no matter what. It can get you yeah. far. Take you a long way. You know, just, just me. Just, just go out there and do it. You know, just, just, just do it. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people got talent. A lot of people got you know talent to do something, to be the next big thing, but. They get distracted by other stuff and go to you know go the wrong way. Yeah. But with me, I just I just stay focused. I know where I want to be in life. I know what what I want to do. And I ain't letting nobody take my dream away. Your story, I'm, I know, is extremely inspiring to yeah. a lot of people from various walks of life. That has to mean a lot to you. Yes. I mean, I just I just want to be be that guy, one of the best. I want to be the kids like me. And Maurice made it out the hood. Yeah. I can make that the hood, you know. So I want everybody to be like that, you know. A lot of people in the hood, they really do have talent, you know, but they just they just get sucked right back in the mm -hmm. hood, get be right back sitting on the couch doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think you can advocate for that group of people? I just I just talk to them right now. I go to like schools and I just talk to the kids. Cause yeah. that's when it started when they in school. It started yeah. really started at home with their parents, you know. They see what their parents do. I mean, they had no parents in there, like a good role model. I mean, this, that's the bad start, you know. Yeah. Growing up, I mean, you gotta want more out of life than just, and just sitting on the couch or just, you know, I want, I want it more, you know, just, just, just looking at videos or watching MTV Crills and watch people <laughs> houses and stuff. Yeah. Watch how people dress, like me. I want to dress like him. I want a house like that. Mm -hmm. And I know how I have to, you know, go get it. You know, I have to go out here and train hard. And stay focused, you know, just just believe in myself, really. Just mm -hmm. that's it, just believe in myself and give it my all. And now you're that role model. Yes. Hopefully, you can help break the cycle for some of these other kids. Uh, I mean, it's I, pretty I, special. I, I would love to. I would love to break the cycle. I mean, because yeah. kids never know. They might be the next biggest thing in their family. Exactly. Yes. That's awesome. I just, just need a little support. Well, thanks for your time. This Thank is great. You. I can't wait to watch what the future holds for you. Thank you.